1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: The game
0: is over. And we're headed to overtime. On 95-7, the game.
3: Survive and advance, baby! Let's go! <laughs> NFC Championship!
4: The final from Santa Clara, Levi Stadium, San Francisco 24, Green Bay 21. The Niners played nowhere near their best game, but hey, all that matters is the win or the loss, and the Niners got the win. Faithful. It, was, it was not pretty. In fact, it was ugly. <laughs> Basically, the entire 60 minutes. is the final. The Niners escape, and they're on to the (laughs) NFC Championship game. Welcome to overtime on 95-7 the game. Mark, Randy, Sterling, Bennett with you. Faithful, how you feeling? Give us a call, oh 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast business. Text on the YouTube stream is Ooh. up. YouTube.com slash wow. 957 game powered
3: by First NorCal Credit Union. Sterling, 24-21, the Niners win! It doesn't matter how you win, it's if you win. It was gut-wrenching. It was nail-biting. And if that's what it takes to get to where we want to be, I will take it every. Day of the week, the Packers, Woo! the cheese has been shredded. Woo! See you next year, Green Bay and San Francisco, and the faithful. Welcome back to the <laughs> NFC Championship. Let's go! Come on! Wow! Woo! Wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm so I'm so tired.
4: <laughs> Gotta be honest with you, sir. <laughs> I I was not confident that whole second half. I was half. shaking. I was convulsion back what? here man hey, wow I, I see uh d lou the boss on the youtube chatting get over to youtube hit us up on on the comcast business text line give us a call 888-957-9570 d lou the boss says i was calm the whole game d lou the boss i call cap i there's the no him, way that's, that's real <laughs> man <laughs> there's no chance that's
3: the truth uh because <sighs>
4: man i don't I know need how to you calm, calm down calm i'm gonna get myself that. a
3: heart attack My goodness, I am red. I know on the screen you probably can't tell, but we're running around screaming. We're out there yelling, like, just praying to every god in the whole universe, like someone, the football gods, make this happen. Oh, my God. And all it takes is a missed Green Bay Packers field goal, and you give Brock... Purdy, who wasn't great in this game, you give him one chance to go out there and get the dub and what does he do? He bucks the trend. Kyle Shanahan bucks the trend of they cannot win games when trailing by five points in the second half. Gets that second career, fourth quarter comeback in the biggest game of his life thus far. How awesome is that?
4: Yeah, what, 0-31 when trailing by five or more entering fourth quarters? They put the
3: graphic up with, oh, there's the tombstone. Call the gravedigger. It's over. And Kyle Shanahan said, no, no. I got one more trick up my sleeve. And his name is a Chris McCaffrey touchdown. Yeah, so, Run CMC, baby. So it
4: was 21-14 Green Bay going into the fourth quarter. Uh, the Niners put together, after getting an interception, <laughs> uh, a really bad offensive drive. Yes. I mean, that was kind of the story of this game. Seven plays. They only gained 14 yards after they got the ball right around midfield. Uh, Jake Moody... Kind of bails him out, makes a 52-yard field Who goal. Who would have thought out of all people? I, I don't know about everyone else watching at home, all the all the faithful, faithful to the bay, all the Niner fans. I was thinking 4th and 9, 52-yard <laughs> field goal, you're down a touchdown. I was saying go for it. Yeah. Go for it on 4th and 9 because I don't, nothing against you Jake. You don't trust Legatron, 50, I get it. 52-yard field goal <laughs> in the elements, that's not an easy kick. No, it's not. Now, now fourth and nine isn't easy either, but that's what I was calling for. They decided to kick it. Ended up being a good decision by Shanahan. Uh, The field goal goes through. It's a four-point game. Then you get a stop, uh, and you hold Green Bay to a field goal attempt. They miss a 41-yard field goal. You get the ball back, and then you you go right down the field, 12 plays, 69 yards, and with a Christian McCaffrey uh, Six-yard touchdown run to give the Niners the lead, 24-21. to 21. And then the defense goes back out on the field with one minute left on the clock. Green Bay has all their time out, so you feel like they have a chance. And Dre Greenlaw, his second interception of the night to seal it. The Niners Ooh. squeak by, squeak by, 24-21. They outscore the Packers 10-0 in the fourth quarter to do it.
3: It feels... I feel like I've been exercised by a demon. Like like I feel like the priest came in, put the cross to my forehead, and said, Thou be gone, you shall beast, whatever the <laughs> phrasing is, you know? Cause that whole game, it was this isn't supposed to be happening. We should be up by 20. Purdy looks awful. Debo gets hurt. And to say this on the air, for the first time all season, for the first time in Brock Purdy's career, he has won a game where Debo Samuel only plays 10 or less snaps. Wow! You lose your number one receiver, Brandon Ayuk and Purdy look like they have no chemistry. Kittle's dropping passes late in the game. You're thinking, is this season where the only goal we had was winning a Super Bowl? Going to crumble in round number one, game one for you in the playoffs in your own home in front of your own fans for this team that should have been ahead by a lot in this game to gut this one out and show the entire world who they are, who they have shown to be all year long where Ambry Thomas is getting DPIs left and right, blowing coverages every single place, Fred Warner to play a great game all 60 minutes. This team needed everyone to come through in this game. And all it took was for Kyle Shanahan to say, I'm going to feed CMC. And that one touchdown felt like we had reached Nirvana. We had reached the place of just, we are in heaven. When CMC crossed that goal line, We knew (laughs) we have finally reached the end of this game and is going to go our way. It's important, I think, in the playoffs, and we're going to talk
4: a lot about it. We're here all night with the on 95.7 The Game, so give us a call, 888-957-9570. Faithful, this show is about you. It's for you. We want to hear from you guys, so give us a call. We're keeping an eye on the Comcast Business text line as well and the YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Unit. I see the 650 is busy on the text line, the 510, a number of others as well. Um, and, and on the YouTube chat, of course, as busy as always, Damon, Enrique, Ahmad, uh, Queens of Noise, d the Boss, even Jesus Christ is on the YouTube He's chat. He's here shout- at the
3: game today, too! <laughs> he helped us
4: win!
5: Thank you, Jesus! We <laughs> shout- needed you!
4: Shout-out, Jesus, and everybody else. Ernie Chavez, of course, uh, estimated eyes. There's a, nut- a-, a bunch of you guys there. Ar- Arnie Palmer, uh, too many to name. Shout-out to everyone on the YouTube chat. Uh, but Sterling, the postseason is... Obviously, you'd love it to be easy, you'd love it to be pretty, you'd love to blow this team out like I thought it was going to be 34-17. to That was my prediction. Right, everyone did. Ultimately, was nowhere near right. Bottom line, though, certainly it ain't got to be pretty, right. it ain't got to be smooth, it ain't got to be easy, it ain't got to be, um, you know, without a worry. It, you you can have nervous energy, I you can like be scared the whole and time. I like right? All that matters is you get the win, and the Niners got the win, and that's what happens. I mean, how many times... To- I know I'm getting way ahead of myself already just by saying this. How many times is there a Super Bowl winner where you look back, yeah. maybe early in the postseason run, and say, Whoa, that was kind of a moment where they could have easily been out early in the postseason. Yeah. Now you look at it and they're Super Bowl champions. Like, these these kinds of games, while they are scary and terrifying and ugly and you're on pins and needles the whole game, these are the kind of games that Super Bowl champions win. These kinds yeah. of games, the Niners in the past, and the playoffs, have lost these kinds of
3: games. And they've lost these games this season with this exact same team. We heard all year long when you lose to Cleveland because Jake Moody misses field goals, you are not good against the Vikings, you lose to the Bengals. It's like, can this team come from behind? And on the biggest stage there has been so far, they come from behind, not just with the full squad, without Debo Samuel. He didn't play... Almost the entirety of the game. And, and look, you have to give credit to Green Bay. They have stormed back late, had a phenomenal end to their season, knocked off the Dallas Cowboys, which, sorry, Guru, it had to happen. Ooh. But even in this game, they had us, the entire Bay, on pins and needles next to the pacemakers like, is this thing going to go off? Because I can't take this anymore. The heart palpitations over here. Honestly, and we're sitting there. And we're just waiting, saying, all we need is a chance. As Nick Bosa is yelling and crying and just saying, like, we just need one more chance on our screens. Drake Greenlaw gets the pick to steal it. This game, we have no idea how this season is going to end, right? We know what the goal is. We have no idea how it's going to be when it ends. This is a game you look back to and say... That is what makes this run special. MVP Brock Purdy, sure. MVP CMC, sure. DPOY Fred Warner, that's all phenomenal. Games like this is what make postseason runs and championships special. Kyle Shanahan, this close to the same roster, under him have not really struggled in playoff time. Green Bay a handful of years ago, with the Raheem Mostert game against the Vikings with Jimmy G and Kendrick Bourne's touchdown. Even last year, you come out and you beat Dallas. Like, like You just run right through them. You beat the Seahawks at home. If this is what it takes to eke out and squeak out and shred some cheese late in the game to get you to the next round, I will take a game like this, even if it means winning a Super Bowl. I will have a heart attack <laughs> if it means in my seventh 20- year of living I get to see my team finally win a championship.
4: Yeah. No. And this is sometimes what it takes. It 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 is. It. It's, it's not always going to be pretty. All that matters is you get a win, and the Niners got to win today. And we can dive into all the specifics. We can dive into what went wrong. A lot. Um, <laughs> a lot went wrong. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, what the hell are you doing? Oh, like three dude. and a half quarters of this game? We'll talk Clock about Kyle management. management. What was that? We could talk about Brock Purdy, a number of, of wayward throws, uh, Ambry Thomas on the defensive end, Woo. a couple of horrendous penalties, and then he was playing scared the entire second half. We'll get into all of that. But this is a celebration more than anything. Pop- you are on overtime on 95.7 The Game, and we want to hear from you guys, from the faithful, from the Niners fans. If you're filing out of Levi's right now, you got us going on your cell phones, give us a call, 888-957-9570. Up first is Will in Pleasanton. Will, what's up? You're on overtime with Granny and Sterling. How you doing, Will? I'm doing all right. I'm a little
6: nervous, obviously. As Guru would say, you got to throw the rat on the table. (laughs) Shanahan makes me very, very nervous second and five with a minute 45 with three timeouts in your hand and you end up kicking a field goal from the 38-yard line that gets blocked i'm with you you not have one of the best offenses and one of the best defenses why not be aggressive what would tom brady do they would go for it they would put the hammer down and then we trot at the end of the third quarter we trot our field goal team on with 13 seconds left oh we don't have enough time to kick a field goal. Line pretty up. Act like we're going for fourth down. Act like we're going to draw them off sides. That's act like we belong there. We Shanahan does not act like the Niners are good enough to be there. He tried to lose the game.
5: Yeah,
4: Will, Will. I you, you mean, that is the inflection point of this game. If the Niners lost this game, we'd be pointing, and we're still going to point to it because it was <laughs> disgustingly bad. Uh, if the Niners lost this game, we'd point to how the first half ended and how the second half began. The Niners had four minutes. They had the ball with four minutes left on the clock to end the second quarter. And not only was Shanahan – it wasn't just that he was content kicking a field goal. Yeah. It seemed like he was content with just a one-point lead and not yeah, even not trying even to score. scoring at all.
3: Just We had the lead. It's he, sacred. It's one point.
4: Ooh. Just across midfield, he killed 40 seconds off the clock yeah. when he had all three timeouts. Just –
3: You cannot. From like a minute 15 to down what?
4: Time to like 30 seconds left. And what makes it even
3: worse is that I know Brock Purdy's not having his best game. Arguably maybe his worst game ever in a win, at least I'll say that. Like he looked really atrocious for three of the four quarters tonight, right? I get it. He's not having a great game. But you have someone who has been an MVP favorite and played like one all year. You have an all-pro tight end, an all-pro receiver, a MVP caliber running back, and you're playing conservative in a game where you should sit back and say, "I left everything on the field." Your players are doing that; their coach should do that as well.
4: Yeah, and then and then how he be- comes out and plays the beginning of the yeah. third quarter. Oh so Debo Samuel out. We're going to get an update from Kyle Shanahan, I would imagine, relatively soon. We hope he's good. That. Yeah, I'm scared. Uh, he he was in and out of the game. First left with what they were calling a head injury, at least the television broadcast on Fox called it, a head injury, came back into the game, and then was taken back out of the game and did not come back in, what is being called a shoulder injury. But as far as I could tell, Sterling, the injury happened to the head and the shoulder on the same play. Yeah. So the fact that he came back in the game and then later left, kind of interesting. Um. But instead of Debo Samuel being in the game and taking maybe a handoff to begin the third quarter, Kyle Shanahan decides to call a handoff to Juwan Jennings. <laughs> Out of the shotgun. You can only use him
3: on third downs. Everybody knows that.
4: Juwan, line up in the shotgun to the right of Brock Purdy, and they hand it off to him like he's Debo, like he's McCaffrey. Uh, like man. what? It, and McCaffrey doesn't touch the ball on that first drive. The Niners could have e- made this game so much easier yeah. if they just executed like the offense that they are. Not even executed. They even tried to execute like the offense that they are to close the second quarter and to open the third quarter. And Shanahan... Credit him for, you know, coming back in the fourth quarter and all of that. If he if his team did not pull off that comeback in the fourth quarter, there would be hell to pay for how he handled the end of the first half and the beginning of the third quarter. The
3: hashtag fire Kyle Shanahan train would be off. That was the a mess. Rails. That like, was a mess. It sounds weird to say this and obviously we are extremely happy to win this game we're popping bottles we're popping champagne pop pop martinelli's whatever you want to back here i'll be eating loaves of bread all night tonight folks but my goodness like this is a game where you'd wish that shanahan would learn his lesson but you know he's not he's been doing the same thing since he got here and the same thing since his team has been good in 2019 go back to the ravens game in the rain you you have like a minute you have 58 seconds Whatever it was. Push the ball down the field. Score some points. Put the other team, especially in this game, had you scored, it's 14-6. to 6. You get the ball back, make it 21-6. to 6. And I hate complaining in a, in, a, in a win like this because we should be out there going, nuts, Mardi Gras in San Francisco, right? I'll take my top off. I don't <laughs> care. Someone give me some beads. That's how happy I'm at. I know they don't want to see it, but still, right? But in a game like this, it's like, Kyle, please look in the mirror and say, where can I do better? Because, oh, my goodness. Had the Packers not missed this field goal or the field goal, we're in overtime right now. We are sitting here in overtime, still biting our nails, still sweating. My top is still on, and no <laughs> one's happy about that. Not no single person is like, oh, Sterling's tops on still? Well, that that just really stinks right now. I want it off because San Francisco got the win.
4: Uh I, I don't know if I would have wanted <laughs> the, that site, Sterling. You know, but uh, so I'm glad that it's, it's not the, it's
3: the only Shans site, right? <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
4: Uh, we got to talk about the defense because the defense absolutely saved this team. Oh, yeah. Fred Warner time was great. And time and time again. Dre Greenlaw had the two interceptions in the yeah. fourth quarter. Fred Warner was all over the place in the first half. Really, Sterling, the linebacking core. Yeah. um Carried the day. Yeah. Because the D line got no pressure on Jordan Love for the most part. Uh, there was a little bit of pressure on him on that final drive that they kind of forced him, and, and he's kind of just flinging things up there right. with a minute left. But. Uh, the secondary, for the most part, wasn't very good. Mooney Ward had a great pass breakup in the end zone on the first drive of the game. Uh, we talked a little bit uh, about Ambry Thomas, who was bad throughout much of this game. The yeah. fact that the defense was even anywhere good. What, a handful
3: red, of red zone stops, M- Wards, uh, the PBU in the red stop. zone, exactly.
4: And the, the only reason the, the defense had any kind of respectable day Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, they, they, were, they were great. Perfect, almost. They were great. They they picked up the slack from basically everybody else on defense.
3: And that's what's supposed to happen, right? I I was sitting in the studio and I was like, look at all these overpaid assets that aren't doing anything. Where was the pressure tonight? Where was Chase Young? Where is Nick Bosa? And you sit back and you watch Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. Just oh, they dominated, dominated. every single play, blowing up Aaron Jones, making pass blocks. Fred Warner Boy, like, was literally man, everywhere. Like, you talk about a, a hunter, a lion, searching for their prey. I get he has the dreadlocks. He looks like a predator out there. He does. You know, like, he's looking to hunt Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny Glover all <laughs> night long. He has the camouflage. He's cloaked up. He's putting the, the healing ointment on his... On his wounds, every single play, Fred Warner's out there, just dogging it out, diving at people, stuffing the run, blocking the passes. Fred Warner, he took a portion of the field away today. Not many linebackers can do that, and in a massive game like this, had Green Bay had the middle of the field to play with, this game was over with. They were getting whatever they Green wanted. Green Bay puts
4: up like thirty-five. Exactly, if that's the case. they
3: they were getting everything they wanted outside of the numbers. Had they had the middle. This is a loss. Fred Warner and Greenlaw saved this game for San Francisco.
4: Guillermo Lenore also had a good yes, game.
3: Yes, th- that one drive where he was—oh my goodness—he had like four tackles, blowing up plays, getting in fights with Green Bay's receivers. <laughs> Lenore it was chippy.
4: Like you could tell, go ducks, right? <laughs> you go ducks. You could tell. Uh, I think specifically from the Green Bay highlight, it's kind of like the playbook of an underdog, right? right like right. get under your opponent's skin. Like you're going to be the one pushing after the whistle, and then you're going to get the Niners to react, and they're going to get flagged.
3: Well, they are flopping, too. Tripp Williams like, <laughs> yeah, touches I a mean, guy, Breeze on him. He
4: was like, oh, God. I mean, that's kind of what you expect when you're a 10-point underdog. Like, you got to do some of that stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, the, handle- the Niners didn't handle it great. Like, no. You probably got to know coming into this game the, the Packers are going to try to pull some of that
3: stuff. It was like Valentine and Nixon and Owens and... It just felt like It was all over the this place This game was slipping away From San Francisco's grasp And somehow They had the other hand They pulled it back up And said I'm not going anywhere And came right back down It was like That was an awesome win. I'm not bleeping leaving. Right, right. I'm not bleeping leaving. I'm fighting my life out here, man. (laughs) Like, come on.
4: (laughs) All right, let's go back to the phone lines here on overtime. Give us a call 888-957-9570. Faithful, we want to hear from you. Are you filing out a Levi's now? Has the party moved out to the parking lots? Give us a call. We want to hear from you guys. The Niners are on to the NFC championship game for the third straight season and the fourth in the last five years. They will take on the winner of the Lions and Tampa Bay tomorrow, and that game will be right back here in Santa Clara next week on Sunday. Let's go to the phone lines. Up next is Mo in San Francisco. Mo, what's up? You're on OT with Grandy and Sterling. How you doing, Mo? Hey, great. Love you guys, and uh, just two quick points. One,
7: we dodged a bullet with Jordan Love. Jordan Love was looking like the second coming of Aaron Rodgers ever since the Cowboys game, and I don't know what he did at that last play. He had a minute left with two timeouts. He could have run it for a first down, and he literally threw a duck. And I have no idea where, where that brain freeze came from. Second point, uh, Chase Young, I don't, maybe that's, this is the reason why the Washington commanders got rid of him, but the linemen weren't doing anything today. The linebackers saved us.
4: Yeah, you're right. Mo, I agree with you. Uh, Chase Young, where'd you go? Nick Bosa didn't get a lot of pressure, although he had a couple of nice ta- – I think he had a tackle for loss and a couple of others right around the line of scrimmage. Bosa was his normal good self, but you didn't have the back-breaking play that oftentimes you come to expect from Nick Bosa. Overall, the D-line wasn't very good. The Niners allowed their first 100-plus-yard rusher in, what, 51 games, yeah. including uh, regular season and well, postseason. We thought, play, Ar- we thought Armstead was going to fix things, but right. – didn't Aaron Jones got whatever he wanted Which in this game? He's
3: been great. In my mind, thinks of Detroit in a week or so if they make it. But oh yeah, like at the moment, Jones Aaron Jones broke that fifty-three yard run. I think we all throw our hands up and said this one's over with. And the defense tightens up. They, well, take they did the it. Th- they did it time and time again. Like it felt like they were just bending and not breaking. They, they were like saran wrap. You punch it, it, it ain't ripping through. Like, the Niners' defense today not only saved their offense, they saved their entire season. Like, that cannot be under and overstated. The defense saved their season today. Yeah. That's how great they were.
4: And, uh, what, on on that drive that led to the McCaffrey touchdown, the Brandon Ayuk catch on third down where he pulled off his shoestrings. I mean, that's literally – I mean, you talk about
3: a season-saving drive by the defense? Season-saving catch by Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, and and look – there has been a handful of games when there is no Debo. Ayuk has been borderline invisible, right? Where the Browns game didn't do much. The Vikings game was non-existent. The Bengals game just didn't do much either. In a game like this, you can tell that the minute Debo was gone, the energy was zapped. It was like, uh-oh. Like, something's bad is going to happen that today. That felt like
4: the moment that the team thought it was possible they could lose.
3: And they bought into it. And the Packers did as well saying, hey, they don't have Debo. They don't have their thumper. In a rain game like this, if there's anybody you want to give the ball to, it's Debo Samuel. You don't have that. And for Ayuk to barely, you know, not play well for three quarters to come up clutch with a shoelace catch to get San Francisco in position to win this game, they needed Everybody, Hufunga yeah. was there. Aziz Al Shire, who plays for the Titans, was there. <laughs> Solomon Thomas came back. It was like Niners Unite, U- Avengers Unite, assemble. We need everybody <laughs> to win this game, and they finally pulled it
4: off. Oh, they did. All right, we got full phone lines with you here on overtime on 95.7. The game, let's go to them. Up first is Rich in Fremont. Rich, Niners, somehow find a way to win. How you feeling,
3: Rich?
6: Oh, my God. Yeah. Are yeah! Are you serious right now? Are you serious? Are Unfortunately, you serious? we are serious, Rich. <laughs> Let's go, Rich! Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Way bye bye to Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Way bye bye. They're going. Bye bye. Bye bye, Chiefs <laughs> Heads. Bye bye. Okay? The, the, the Chiefs Heads have left the building. They are out of the building. It's like, oh my God. Look, at the end of the day, huh? I was telling my friends at 2.30 this afternoon, I told them, I said, well, you know what, the way the Niners are going to beat these guys is their secondary. And I told them, I said, hey, I'm going to tell you right now who's going to be the factor. They said, who? I said, Dre Greenlaw. I said, when Greenlaw's in, look, it, it, no. You're, you're, look, you're not going to bring your A game to the law. You're not doing that. You're not. You're not. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. So 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 at the end of the day, what are we looking at? We're looking at Dre Greenlaw. What did he do? You saw what he did. Look, okay. Okay, so so there Two interceptions, Rich. Girl, that's right, that's right. LaFleur, you're gone. Green Bay, <laughs> you're gone. You're with the you you're with Dallas right now. Sitting at home, thinking about it. That's what you're doing. And the Niners? bang bang niner gang That's
4: yeah yes sir bang, bang. yes sir bang bang niner gang
3: yeah man so they're sitting at home now with the eagles with the cowboys with the rams is it weird when he said that you can't step up to the law my mind thought of Sylvester Stallone and Judge Stredd <laughs> saying I am the law I was like that they need to put that on a shirt um. Judge Dredd, but it's Dre Greenlaw that would be awesome. I would buy that shirt
4: in a heartbeat. I'd buy that in a second as well. All right, let's let's get to as many phone calls as we can here before we hit a break in about 10 minutes. Up next is Rob all the way out in North Dakota. Rob, please tell me you're a Niner fan in the Midwest. How you doing, Rob? Big
7: time Niner fan. Yes, sir. For the love of of God, can we run the ball? (laughs) Yes. I'm so sick of watching this pass-happy offense. My God. Yeah, I mean, look. It just gets to me, like,
3: God. I mean, there's a reason why CMC was the one to get the ball when you had to have it the most at the goal line. And, and look, there was a point in this game where all the analytics, all the stats are pointing to as why San Francisco's not going to win, Debo's not playing, right? CMC had 11 touches in this game at one point. In every win they've had this year, 18-plus. The minute Shanahan started feeding him again, Who would have thought the offense opens up and you score a touchdown? Hey, Kyle, it's not that hard. Go into your cupboard. Go into your cereal box. It'll say a big in white letters, FEED CMC. (laughs) No one wants the oats. No frosted mini-wheats. It's FEED
4: CMC. Well, and it was a little scary because early he was getting his quad massaged. Then he was using the Theragun on his hamstring. Those are great, though, I will say. Theraguns. I I I have a Theragun now. I mean, (laughs) I think it was his left leg, his quad and his hamstring on his left leg was bugging him. Maybe that had to do with, I don't know, uh, uh, Shanahan going away from the run game. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, you and I watching this game the whole time here in the studio. Chris O'Connell as well behind the glass. You might hear his voice in the background a little bit getting some of our calls up and ready to go. Shout out to Chris O'Connell. We love him. Uh, We were all running around, like, screaming, Kyle, give the ball (laughs) to McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best running back in this damn league. Oh, Give him the ball. And it's, I mean, it was kind of predictable. Not that what happened was expected, but if the Packers were to win this game, Sterling, what was going to happen was they were going to build a lead and the Niners were going to become one-dimensional. Like, yeah. that's the way to beat this team. And it's what was happening. And I just wanted to get in Shanahan's ear and say, Kyle, you're down
3: seven. You don't need to only pass the ball. When you this think, is a one-score game. Stay balanced. And you would think without Debo Samuel, it would be, hey, who should touch the ball the most next? McCaffrey. But Chris McCaffrey, like it's, Even if Debo's playing, McCaffrey should probably still touch the ball 20-plus times a game. Like, I don't know what the change of direction was, whether it was how the game was going. Like, I will say this. Thank God. Thank the good Lord himself. That the Green Bay Packers <sighs> gave them six minutes to work with and allowed Shanahan to have the full playbook, give CMC the ball. Had this game been a two-minute offense, this game's over. Like, Purdy, I love him to death. Like, he's my quarterback, although maybe I said things he wasn't during the actual game, was like, what's going on with Brock? You said some crazy things. I was like, wait a minute, he'd be Trey Lance in here. (laughs) 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 But, like, thankfully, like, no matter how bad the other, what is it, I'm trying to Fifty-six minutes worth, fifty-four minutes were, Those last six minutes lined up perfectly for San Francisco. They did. The offense was open. Seems he's getting the ball. That's how you win games.
4: See. Yeah. MC. CMC it's pretty simple sometimes it's pretty simple and the case for the Niners was just give the ball to McCaffrey and get out the way and that's what led to the Niners win along with a couple of key turnovers forced by Dre Greenlaw and the defense all right full phone line still we love hearing from y'all Niners faithful keep the calls coming 888 957 zero up next is Eric in Oakland Eric what's up you're on overtime with Granny and Sterling how you doing Eric
8: Man, my resting heart rate was at 116 during that last drive. I don't have a voice anymore. You know, I feel like I got exercise sitting down. I've never had that done. Well, I can't say never. But I got to tell you something. Purdy today probably had his worst game ever. I don't know. Forget the other games where he has picks. Forget the Baltimore game. He was way off today. It was either low or high. I'm not sure if it's the weather. I'm not sure if it's rust. I'm not sure what it is exactly. Um, I'm just happy that he put the team on his shoulder when it counted the most. The 49ers, I believe, were 0-35 when trailing by five or more points in the fourth quarter. Guess what? We're 1-35. We're moving on next week. I hope Debo's okay. I hope he didn't refracture his shoulder. And if, 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 if he did, let's find a way. We don't have to scheme for him next week because he's not going to be there. Let's let him heal for three weeks in the Super Bowl, kind of like he did earlier this year. Bang bang niner gang, let's fuck it.
3: Oop, do it. Sorry, <laughs> you was close enough, right? You're right. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I uh, like the
4: energy though, Eric.
3: Debo Samuel update: there is no update per Kyle Shanahan. So, so does that mean he needs an MRI. an MRI? It sounds like. So that. does
4: that mean the X-ray is negative though? Because if it was a broken bone, you'd see that immediately on the yeah, X-ray. It says there is
3: no update. That's that's what Kyle Shanahan said. No update. That doesn't feel great. It makes Sunday and Monday a lot more. Like, the anxiety is building already, and, yeah, and we won this game. Shanahan will have
4: a conference call tomorrow, I would imagine, like he does the day after games. Probably,
3: maybe Monday.
4: It might be Monday. Maybe they yeah, just take the tomorrow, tomorrow off entirely. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that for sure because Debo Samuel's health moving forward is huge. I mean, the second that Debo Samuel left this game, Sterling, it changed. And and maybe part of it is is, you know, Shanahan not giving the ball to McCaffrey as we already talked about, but you could tell there was a swagger change, a confidence change right when Debo left, and it is patently clear and obvious that this team is different and better uh with McCaffrey on the field. All right, back to the phone lines here. We got to hit a break in about seven minutes. Let's run through a bunch of these calls. JR in Pacifica is up next. JR, what's up? You're on overtime on ninety five seven of the game. How you doing, JR?
8: Uh, good stuff, but you guys, we all got to chill a bit. Like Brock was almost exposed tonight. A lot of us criticized Amy Trask for ranking him below the other quarterbacks, but on tonight's evidence, uh, the last you know series that that he wasn't in, she was right. He almost cost us this game, and Kyle gets credit because Kyle schemed around him, and Brock Rowley just in time to barely capture the win but his teammates bailed him out if he does not play better than this going forward uh, this uh, th- people will say this was the game where he was exposed this this dire guys you know he he better play like regular season brock going forward or we're gonna say he's like the the Dak Prescott of the uh of the 49ers so let's let's see better
2: let's understand what happened because this was not a good result we
8: should
4: not have been this close with this team. Uh, Jr. I I appreciate the call, and I I think Jr. has a point. Like if this was well, a if loss, if this was a yeah. loss, the conversation is entirely different. Not only are you questioning Kyle Shanahan and his play calling and decision making, but you're questioning Brock Purdy's ability to win in tight moments in the playoffs.
3: You must go for a circle again. Like, should we be looking for somebody else? Like you hate saying that. Like I don't want to be the one to say that. But is it is it is it that big? You think you lose in the first round to the Packers, who you beat twice in the last three years? Yeah, it's that big. You have to win this game. I don't care who it is. You have to win this game. Whether it's Purdy, Lance, Jimmy G, Sam Darnold, Nick Mullins. When you're 12 and five and you go into the first round of the playoffs and you almost lose, and if they had they lost this game, had he thrown those two picks? The, the Purdy conversation had, is totally had, had he lost this game, it would be the first playoff game he lost where he played the whole game. Yeah, so he still lost the first round. That can't happen. When you go twelve and five, you don't play Look, week eighteen. I, I get his Rest first, rust. I get it. Like, I get that he was bad and it was ugly, and he probably should have thrown two interceptions
4: that yeah. the Packers dropped. I get all of that. I'm not saying he was good today. Now he, you know, figured it out and drove right. them down the field. Yeah, right. not that Much he was making an incredible throw together. after incredible throw, but he led them down the the, the field. I'm not sure. One bad game in the playoffs, yeah, it's disappointing and it's terrible, and you you wasted a chance. And this is all hypothetical. If they had right, lost, of course, you, you wasted a chance to win a Super Bowl. But I'm not sure it's enough for me to completely change my thinking. It's a referendum on him as a quarterback or as your quarterback moving forward.
3: I don't think like I would not sit back and say he's got to go. Like no, of course not. But I do think that like he already has so many doubters. Whether it's the draft status, don't believing him in his size, people. Had said Baker Mayfield's better than Jordan or than Brock Purdy. Jordan, Didn't, Jordan loved today 194 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, Referendum on him? No. He no. lost. First playoff game ever. Or second playoff game ever to the number one seeded team in the entire NFC. You can't lose the seventh seed. Like, come on. You cannot lose the seventh seed and expect you to not it. have more criticism. I
4: get it. I get it. All I'm saying, I mean, those. The first interception Love threw, oh, my God, what a bad throw. Yeah, it was bad. So far behind Tucker <laughs> Kraft. Now, yeah. to Love's credit, if Kraft doesn't tip it up in the air, it falls incomplete probably. But yeah. I mean, Love was really good for, like, the first two three plus quarters, three All quarters.
3: All I can say is, thankfully, the Niners, linebackers, and cornerbacks can catch, and the Packers can't. True.
4: True, and I Niners actually have good yeah, linebackers, the Packers do. buttery that.
3: hands in yeah. that Packers defense, some cheese hands. <laughs> all right, back, back to the phone lines here on Overtime. Up next
4: is Olivia in Lathrop. Uh, I know Olivia, this is. I know what's this up? Is. You're on OT. How you feeling,
3: Olivia? Hi, Olivia.
9: Hey, thank you so much for bringing us on. I just want to say I don't think it was Brock Purdy's fault at all. That O-line was not tight, and they were letting people in, and he was getting nervous because there were too many guys in his face.
3: Okay, I like it, Olivia. Doesn't blame Brock Purdy. First, I will say, Olivia, thank you for calling. And thank you, Sydney, for calling as well. Uh, I'm sure Braden's having a great time at the game right now.
9: He really is. He loved it. It truly.
3: Please parade your one-year-old daughter with the championship belt we have at the house right now, please. She she certainly deserves (laughs) it. I will wear that thing with pride all week long.
9: (laughs) She will. But I will say, I really don't think it was Brock Purdy's fault. And it was a win, so I take that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All I'll say is, if we're going to go to break soon, I have to get my song out of the way. Uh oh. And it's Green Bay, round it up, faithful, here we go. The Packers are F R U A D S. Frauds, frauds. You spelled that wrong. No, F R A U D S. You said U A. Oh, F R A U D S. There you go. Okay, come on. (laughs) I'm pumped. I'm excited. Spelling's out the window, out the door. No one cares, Mark, about the grammar. I care. We're too pumped for a win. Too pumped. That's only spelled frauds, right? Hey, F R A U D S. Frauds, frauds, frauds. frauds. Uh, Niners yeah. run almost there for a second, but they aren't. <laughs> but they aren't. Almost. And
4: if, oh man, if they lost this game.
3: They're getting triple frauds. <laughs> All right, we got to get to one more
4: call before we hit a break. Up next is Lucas in San Jose. Lucas, you're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling. The Niners win. Lucas, how you feeling?
9: Um, you got to feel good after a win, no matter what. Okay, but frauds. You- Maybe,
10: but overall we're a better team and there's nothing to say about that. But I think it was a mental aspect that had to do with Brock Purdy under throwing and overthrowing. But at the end of the day, defense saved the day. And uh I mean what can you say? Niners won, right? Bang, bang, nighter gang. Let's go.
3: Amen. Yes, sir,
4: Lucas. Amen. Bang, bang, Niners gang. I like the we're getting every call just ends the call with bang bang Niners
3: gang. I think, think you gotta should, do that if you call it. Should be a caller. Like, like if you don't do it? Never call back in. Sorry. Yeah, we don't make the oh, I guess well, we kind of do, do make, make the rules. rules. This is our show, Mark. <laughs> You're calling in. You got to end the call
4: with "Bang Bang Niner Gang." New rule here on overtime on 95.7. The game. All right, we got to hit a break. We got plenty more calls to get to. Jose, Billy, Aldo. I see all of you guys were coming to you on the other side. The Niners beat the Packers 24 to 21. They're headed to the NFC Championship game for the third straight season, for the fourth in the last five years, and we got plenty more.
0: To get to, we're with you all night. We're just getting started on over this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
4: It's Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. We got more on the other side right here on 95-7 of the game.
6: in
2: front.
9: Now back to overtime. With Sterling Bennett and Mark Grandy on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Niners knock off the Green Bay Packers'
3: final score, 24-21. The it's early. computer needs to get uh, exercise uh, over here. Electric Avenue is struggling <laughs> right yeah, now. It's too hyped up. Eddie Gant's going crazy <laughs> on Electric <laughs> Avenue right now. Wow.
4: Wow. <laughs> that highlight you just heard, courtesy of Fox. It was the Christian McCaffrey six-yard touchdown run. It was the final score of the game. It was the Niners' first lead since early in the second half when they briefly took a one-point lead. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns in this game, 98 rushing yards to go with 30 receiving yards. My bold prediction was 150-plus total yards and two scores. Almost had it. Almost had 128 all-purpose yards from McCaffrey and two touchdowns, uh, but uh, still very obvious. Sterling, he was the driving force for the Niners' offense today. Not much else going offensively. George Kittle had a big touchdown catch in the first half. He that was had a great 81 play. yards.
3: That, that was, was a great, great play. Throw by Brock
4: Purdy. Yeah, probably Purdy's best throw of the game. Juwan Jennings with a number of huge, yeah. Oh, yeah. huge catches in this one. He had 61 receiving Who yards on five Samuel? catches. We have Juwan Jennings. Uh, the Niners <laughs> need Debo Samuel. The Niners need Debo Samuel. Come on, Sterling. You're not getting none of that. You're not going to ask.
3: Bell Bellin, activate him next week. Uh,
4: <laughs> but Christian McCaffrey, uh, clear, obvious. He's still the key for this Niners team. Yeah. And once he started touching the ball consistently, uh, the Niners had consecutive scoring drives. Uh, And as a result, they knock off the Packers. They survive. I mean, that's really the right word here. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the playoffs, in the postseason, survive in advance. That's all you can do. And they did it. They lived to play another game. Uh, They'll play on Sunday. Uh, They have the rest advantage on Sunday because the other NFC opponent plays tomorrow. We can talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, But we're still just getting over uh, our excitement and we're, we're coming down a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm not,
3: I'm on cloud woo. cloud 13 right now.
5: I, I think
4: I'm finally over my nervousness, though. Yes. Now it's finally settled in. Like, okay, they won.
3: I was talking to Chris, and Chris goes, who'd they even play? I don't even remember who they beat. <laughs> like, it's that much anxiety. It's I think I blacked like, out. You're blind with rage and like, are, are, are we going to lose this game? And you win, and you're like, oh. Okay, sunshine and rainbows, cool. It's great. They got the win, yay. (laughs) NFC Championship game in eight days. Let's do it. All right. Uh, How good does that feel first? (laughs) Feels great. San Francisco. We knew we had to get there, but your Niners are back in the NFC Championship game.
4: And you're hosting the NFC Championship game for the first time in four years when you beat these very same Packers in the NFC Championship game. Get
3: these dumb cheeseheads out of here. Uh, That's now what, five straight playoff wins for the Niners over the Packers? Man, but yeah, 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 their 10th all-time matchup, San Francisco now leads 6-4 to all-time.
4: Because there was two Kaepernick wins over the Packers, two Garoppolo wins over the Packers, and now one Purdy win over the Packers in the playoffs.
3: I don't think it matters who's playing quarterback for the Niners. They're just going to beat Green Bay. Well, it's what they were talking we about. But it doesn't it was, matter who uh, it is.
4: Aaron Andrews sat down with Jordan Love pregame and was running through some of the statistics uh, like, Brett Favre couldn't beat the, the Cowboys in the playoffs. Right. He lost to the Cowboys time and time and time again. Aaron Rodgers couldn't beat the Niners in the playoffs. He lost to them time and time and time again. Love beat the Cowboys last week and now has a chance to beat the Niners this week and get kind of both of those monkeys off the Packers' collective backs. And he fell just a little bit short.
3: We kind of got a monkey off our back tonight, right? Trailing by seven-plus points in the fourth quarter in the last five playoff games, Niners had lost two of those five games. Tonight, they win the fifth one. Incredible. First time under Kyle Shanahan, down by seven in the fourth quarter. Well, they Now 1-31, whatever it is, 1-30.
4: The stat I saw was trailing by five or more going into the 4th It was 0-30, now 1-30. It, it's a very similar stat with trailing by seven or more as five and more.
3: But and You know what's annoying is you watch the Ravens just boat race the Texans today. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that, that this the, afternoon. That was the tie game at halftime. Yeah, but then like you're like, oh, like you know they'll blow them out eventually. And you're like, oh, that was the final score thirty four to ten? Yeah, you're they like, outscored them twenty four
4: nothing in the like, second half. That'll
3: be us this afternoon tonight. <laughs> we'll be celebrating the Psyched. blow win. And you're like, I was holding on to my lunch. I was gonna throw up every single minute. Oh my goodness, like man. <laughs> Like That that Mm. breakfast oatmeal was not a good choice. Yikes!
4: Coming right back up. All right,
3: uh, let's go back out to the phone lines here on Overtime.
4: This show is for you guys, for the faithful. Give us a call, 888-957-9570. Are you finally getting in your car outside of Levi's Stadium? We want to hear from you guys. I know you guys have a long drive home, a lot of traffic, maybe sitting in the rain down there, so we'll keep you company. And we want to hear from you guys, 888-957-9570. That's the number to call. It's also the Comcast Business text line. Keeping an eye on that. I see the five one zero, the nine two five, the six five zero. We'll keep an eye on that, and then of course the YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Up next is Jose in Virginia. Jose, what's up? You're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling on ninety five seven. The game, Jose, how you doing?
10: Hey, I, I I just want to preface the call by saying that you know, a wins a win. I called in a couple times. I I, I love Purdy, but I think I disagree with. Both of you and the listeners, because I didn't want to play Purdy at first, but he threw two dots to the defenders that should have been intercepted, and they weren't. And and I praise Jordan Love for throwing the interception out of the game. They saved the game. But, like for you guys saying that handing the handing the ball like I, I everybody's to blame for this game like it was horrible my i, I feel like i was having a heart attack the whole game until <laughs> like probably the last six seconds like you guys were saying like oh hand Kisher kisser McCaffrey the ball i don't agree with that i, I when it comes to six minutes left you got to throw the ball like they weren't going nowhere he had a couple good plays i get that but you don't want to run the clock from behind and that's when cal shanahan comes in behind and his play calling was just atrocious. Purdy, I didn't want to blame him, but those picks should have been picked. And everybody was just bad besides the linebackers. I just, I, 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 I like the third quarter. I gave up on this game. I thought we were going to lose. Hey, Jose, I want to I, I I ask you a question.
4: I want to ask you a question, Jose. If you think Purdy was, was bad and he didn't want to hand the ball to McCaffrey, what did you want the Niners to do on offense?
10: Pass the ball. is That's what you do when you're down, and that's what everybody is talking about. All these sports pundits is like, pass the ball, and he threw a couple bad plays. I'm not saying that he's – What this is, this is my thing about this game, and I knew from the beginning when it started raining. This is when Purdy's physical attributes come into play. The Browns game was raining. It was bad. This game was raining, and he started wearing a glove. I remember texting my brother. I'm like, dude, this is going to be bad. He cannot throw, and I I know his IQ is high. I I I accept his ability to throw the ball, and but he has he has small hands. And he is a small player, and when the weather comes into factor, I think it's just bad.
4: Yep, appreciate the call, Jose.
3: I'm not sure I agree. Uh, six minutes well, don't down forget, by. They should have won that Browns game because Jake Moody missed a field goal. Although Brock Purdy got him in position to win that game. Yeah, and,
4: I mean, I agree with you, Jose. Purdy w- was, was bad.
3: I mean, you could make a case. I'm
4: trying to re- go through my mental Rolodex right now. And I know he's had games where he's turned the ball over a lot more, like the Ravens game. Like, he turned right. the ball over four times, obviously. He didn't turn the ball over once today. He probably should have maybe twice. Yeah. At least once, for sure, but probably twice. You could probably make a case for three times. One of, if not his worst game, considering the circumstance, probably his worst game. Um... You're down by four with six minutes left. You have no reason to uh, to go away from the run. No. No, you should run the ball.
3: And Pur- Purdy is practically begging you to run the ball at that point. I mean, exactly, and I don't want to come down Jose's lane here, but if you don't want to pass it because Purdy's playing poorly and you don't want to run it, although Chris McCaffrey is getting four or five yards a pop, whatever it was tonight, it was effective almost all night long. I don't know what you want him to do. Like, do, do you want him to punt? Do you want him to... Just take seventy-five yard
4: field goals, Jake Moody. Keep like taking chances with Purdy through the air when you don't necessarily have to. I mean, this is this is what this is where the Niners get into trouble. And if they're not cut careful, it will get them into trouble again this playoffs when they take on the Rams, or part of me, the Lions, or the, or the Bucks, or whoever, or, or or they go to the Super Bowl and they Fox. take on the Ravens, or or the, yeah, whoever the Chiefs, yeah. whoever it is, the Niners get into trouble when the defense no longer has to fear both the pass and the run because Shanahan is a genius. He is. Like miles. He laps the field when it comes to disguising runs as passes and disguising passes and runs. When you can make the Niners on offense one-dimensional, whether it is they're going to run the ball or they're going to pass the ball, like in this situation, when you get down in the fourth quarter, when the defense knows a pass is coming, guess what? They can ignore all the eye candy and all the trickeration that Shanahan is using with his motions and with his unique uh creative play calls like that is all neutralized when the defense feels like more than likely a pass is coming so and and that is not a situation where you should be one-dimensional for so for calling them to be one-dimensional I could not disagree more that was a situation to run it until the run wasn't working and then when the run wasn't working mix in the pass and that's what happened on that game-winning touchdown drive
3: and even then it's okay it's like Purdy's not playing well so you want to give up on him after he's gotten this far. And yes, the last two of three times we've seen him play, the Ravens game, the Commanders game, and this game, two of the three he's not played well. Like, there have been a lot of mistakes outside of the Commanders game being a really good win for this team to clinch the division eventually, right? But Or clinch the number one seed, excuse me. But it's not like you can do what you did in 2019 and say, I'm going to stop passing the football. We know where that led you. When you needed your quarterback the most in the Super Bowl, you got away from him and then said, "Hey, go lead me to a victory." He's like, "You have no confidence in me. I can't do this anymore." Like you've thrown go- like twenty passes all playoffs. Exactly, up to and that. like now with Purdy, like although Purdy wasn't the driving force in the victory per se, it probably was a Chris McCaffrey a run for a touchdown, right? They need hit Brock Purdy. When it mattered most he to have his big perfect throws. drive. He made and some big
4: throws down the stretch. By
3: all intents and purposes, Brock Purdy was as clutch as clutch can be on the game-winning drive in this game. And at this moment, you can point to Mahomes, point to Allen, I'd rather have Brock Purdy over Jordan Love right now. I'd rather have Brock Purdy over Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff right now still. Like, there cannot be this, oh, I don't have faith in Purdy anymore. Especially from Kyle Shanahan. He has dug himself into that hole before and should never find himself there again. And for Shanahan tonight, what did he do? He relied on the people that got him there. Brock Purdy and Chris McCaffrey and then got saved by Brandon Ayuk making an amazing catch and Juwan Jennings making an amazing catch and the whole team came together all the, the Pisces and all the stars aligned for San Francisco to win this game because of players like Brock Purdy and Chris McCaffrey.
4: Yep, I agree. All right, we're going to hear from Kyle Shanahan. He has already talked post game to the media. That's coming up in just a little bit, but we still got full phone lines, and we want to hear from you guys. So give us a call, 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business text line on the YouTube chat, as always, is popping off. Shout-out to all our YouTubers here on 95.7 The Game, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Up next, though, on the phone lines is Billy in Hayward. Billy, thanks for holding. What's up? You're on overtime here on seven. The Game. How you doing?
9: Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you for taking my call. I just really want to talk about uh, Brock Purdy and the defense. Mainly, this whole game was a thriller, I want to say. Green Bay brought it to us. But when it matters the most, Brock and the defense stepped up. Even though the defense let a lot of bunch of like long plays uh, go earlier in the game. We stepped up when it mattered the most. And that's all that mattered. I think that's the underlying thing that we should take away from this game is we stepped up when it mattered the most. And this is probably by far the worst game that we played as a unit, but I don't see us playing that bad the next round.
4: Yeah. Billy, I think that's a really good point um, it seems unlikely the Niners are gonna play this poorly again in the playoffs. Now maybe they play better and they lose. They better not. <laughs> if they play this poorly again, <laughs> they're over. going to lose. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. if they're playing the Bucs, doesn't matter if they're playing the Lions, like no matter who the opponent is, if they play like this again, they're probably going to lose. I mean, we could we could say it. The Niners got extremely lucky to win this game. Yeah, they and, were they had no business being in this game. And they, they found a way to win. Exactly. And like you can relate it to like a pitcher, you talk about this a lot in baseball. When an elite pitcher just one of those days where they don't have their stuff, right? They don't have their elite stuff. The slider isn't breaking as much as it normally does. Or maybe your command is a little bit off. The elite pitchers, the Cy Young winners, the guys that you hand the ball to in Game 7 of the World Series, they still win you games when they don't have their best stuff. And while today was bad for the Niners, I can point to like 10 guys who had one of their worst games of the season. The whole offensive line. That's what I was going to say. The (laughs) whole offensive line. Ambry Thomas, who had great stretches this year, was just a sieve defensively. I I, I can point to a number of guys. The Niners found a way to win. When they were not anywhere near their best, you expect their best is yet to come, at least an improvement upon this game. They're still alive. They found a way to win when they're not at their best. And while you would... Love to never see them not at their best. The sign of a really good team and elite team is being able to win these games when you're not at your best. And up until this point in the Shanahan era, when the Niners have not been at their best in the playoffs, they've lost every single time. Not today. They were nowhere near their best, and they found a way to win. That is a change in the Shanahan era.
3: A win like this is what you expect Teams like Baltimore to do. It's, it's what the Tom Brady Patriots
4: would do all the time. It's
3: what the Mahomes Chiefs do to this day. Where yep. you're like, we had them in the bag. We were up by 10, and somehow they win by 3. Somehow they win by 10. This is a game where we will all sit back, whether the season ends next weekend against Detroit or Tampa Bay, whether it ends in Vegas win or loss. This is a game we'll all sit back and say, they gutted this one out. Where this season, Without Debo Samuel, without Trent Williams, games against Cleveland when they lost three in a row, right, during the middle of the season, we all sat back and said, can they come from behind and get a victory? This is Brock Purdy's second career, fourth quarter comeback. Like, that cannot be overlooked here. Brock Purdy on the final drive of the game, 6 for 47 or excuse me, wow, that'd <laughs> be really bad. <laughs> wow, six, 47 <laughs> passing attempts on one drive. 6 For seven, 47 yards, two carries, 11 yards on the ground, and led his team to a game-winning touchdown drive. That is the, like, if you put clutch, it'll have Tom Brady and Mahomes all the way down in, like, the (laughs) A, B, C, D, E definition. There's Brock Purdy's name right there, and that's a pretty good place to be come playoff time.
4: Yeah, I mean, he he did put it together on that final drive, but it it does not uh, hide or excuse away what the rest of the game was, which was... Pretty ugly, and we'll probably hear from Brock Purdy before the night is over here on overtime as well. I'm sure he'll say all the right things, Um, but this is now consecutive uh, primetime games where people watching him like The national narrative around Purdy is not changing. It's still going to be he's, he's carried by an elite offense.
3: Monday is going to be an awful day to be a Niner fan. They'll have the victory. Oh, they're going to the NFC title game, and we'll see all these people. Brock Purdy's the worst quarterback in the playoffs still, this, that, and the other, and it's like, yeah, but they won. And sure you can point to the stats and point to his play, and you'll be validated in that. Like, Brock Purdy did not play well tonight. But my my thought process, I think the odds would lean to him and the entire team, especially if Debo Samuel plays the whole game next week, which we'll see what happens with him, that they're going to bounce back. The odds San Francisco plays two clunkers back-to-back with an elongated week this week, seven, seven, eight days to rest and get ready for whoever their opponent might be. They should play so much better. Hopefully the rain isn't there. If there's no rain, folks, and you you ain't seeing Brock Purdy in back-to-back rain games...
4: And Debo's back.
3: There... There is a dome in Vegas. (laughs) Like, they ain't got to worry about it. Just get there. If there is sunshine and rainbows in Santa Clara next Sunday, uh, I expect them to be cooking some Lion or some Commanders on the weekend.
4: Uh, Bucks. Bucks. Whatever they are.
3: They stink. (laughs) No, by the way, it doesn't matter. Baker Mayfield, seems, Baker Mayfield, doesn't matter.
4: Like you think the Lions are going to win tomorrow. We can talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, I, I do. All I'm right, let's go, back to the, <laughs> let's go back to the phone lines here on Overtime on 95.7. The game up next is Aldo. Aldo just left the game. Thanks for calling, Aldo. How you doing?
7: I'm doing really good. Thanks for taking my call, and I apologize for my voice.
4: Hey, that's um, a sign of a good fan, Aldo, if you've things. got no voice left.
7: Oh, <laughs> thank you. That, my son, and my two friends, uh, my friend and his son, we've all – lost our voices. Um, but I kind of want to touch on a couple of things. Like, number one, I think the play calling in the first half was so vanilla that all the receivers were blanketed. Every time we ran the ball, McCaffrey was having to carry two or three guys on top of him before he would get tackled and things like that. So I felt the play calling was not as creative, creative as we'd like to see from Shanahan. And yes, Purdy had a horrible day. We all know that he almost threw two picks and I and I blame that to a the play calling as well as a little too much rest maybe um, that can be uh, you know up for debate and then the last thing is the defense played an amazing game two PIs that cost one cost also a touchdown I believe and the other one I think a field goal but there was no pressures on Love and I'm wondering what do you think about the defensive coordinator kind of changing things up again because Love just sat there and you know just did what he had to do to to make plays. And it was a fantastic game, and we did pull it out. And Birdie did what he needed. Bertie needed to do what he uh, did, and you know, in the last drive of the game, and it was fantastic. That's yeah. all I got to say. Thank yeah. you.
4: Thanks, although I'm glad you you uh, enjoyed the game, and thanks for calling here on overtime on ninety five seven. The game, it was kind of difficult to watch at times. The Niners' defense not able to put any pressure on yeah. Jordan Love. I don't think they laid a finger on him until like the second quarter.
3: Did they sack him at all? I don't think, I don't so. think so. Yeah. I'll double no. check,
4: but I I can't recall.
3: It was like 11 pressures through the third quarter, and that was it. And he's like, cool. He's still flinging that thing left and right. No
4: sacks, four tackles for loss, all on run plays. No sacks. Wow.
3: Where is that that was bad. And life? I mean, oh,
4: man. I know we we got on Steve Wilkes early in the year for untimely blitzes.
3: It worked today. The zero blitz worked today. It did. Wilkes blitz every play. Whenever you want. You have you have <laughs> you are in right, my good graces. It's that's dangerous. It's dangerous. Let's <laughs> overcorrect so much? You blitz that, all you
4: want. You do that, Steve. we're banishing you back up to the booth, okay? <laughs>
3: Banished. How far have we come? Talking about firing Steve Wilkes in the booth. He had to come down from the booth on the field. <laughs> and Brock is a guy. He's hurt. Debo is hurt. Like, this season feels like it's gone by in a flash. In the same way, it feels like it's still August and we're in OTAs and training. I mean, camp.
4: uh, this game, it felt like the Niners hadn't played a game in like three months. Yes. Before yeah. today.
3: The the privilege of being able to watch other fan bases stress last, every last single week play. Was so
4: awesome. <laughs> and then you sit
3: here and you're like. I hate all of this. Never get the one seed ever again. Just be the two seed all you want, please.
4: <laughs> I'm wondering how you feel about the rest versus re- rust versus rest conversation yeah. because that's what our, our call uh, Aldo, brought up as well. Um, I mean, Shanahan shot it down. Purdy shot it down. Everyone shot it down like, well, it wasn't really much of a bye week because we
3: we practiced really hard. We were yeah. we
4: were pads on. and normally, like
3: you play. We don't
4: have pads on during this time of the season, so it, it wasn't really much of a bye week. <laughs> But it kind of felt like I thought maybe it was going to change after the first quarter. Like, okay, you got a couple hits, right? you're back into it, and then things were going to turn. But it it still didn't really turn.
3: One thing I was worried about that thankfully kind of saved this game was was San Francisco going to be ready physically? Not in regards to being healthy, but, like, are they going to have that level of, like, you have to meet Green Bay at the middle and then surpass them physically uh, with your aggressiveness, with the physicality you have? And they did that all game long. Um,
4: Specifically, Fred Warner did. And
3: Dan Lenore and Greenlaw and those guys. But offensively, there was much more rust than I thought anybody came in thinking there was going to be. Like, I expected them to score 28 points tonight, 31 points tonight. They got 24. Which isn't that far off, but I didn't think oh, it, man, was gonna it was going to be a game with six minutes 24. left of who's going to win it, right? It was, it was like okay, struggle. And it felt like you're pulling teeth to just get a first down. Like, this game felt like the beginning of the Eagles game, where they ended up winning that game by a lot. But the beginning of that game was like, okay, we're in Philadelphia at the link. The defense is bending, not breaking. Can the offense come alive? Now, it did in that game. In this game, it took till six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And look, was it rust? Maybe. We we'll have no idea. Uh, I don't like to assume it's like baseball, where if you don't play for a week, the timing's completely off with the pitching and everything. But it did feel like you see Brock Purdy yelling at McLeod. Like, what are you doing? That one was on Brock. And you're like, Brock, that's a bad ball. Like, that's on you. And we have no idea what that play call was, what, what, you know, what, where it was supposed to be, where's McLeod supposed to go. But you can just tell that it felt like and it looked like they haven't played a game in a month. And you're sitting back like... And really, they haven't. I mean, you're right, like, they haven't. And then, like, you start to think, like, should they have played Week 18? Like, maybe some starters should have played a half in that game. The last
4: meaningful game they played was 20 days ago on New Year's Eve.
3: Which, like, you have the privilege to do that. All I can hope is that this was the get-right game that we actually won. (laughs) We have things to fix and look at and tape, and, you know, thankfully we have next week to adjust and do things right. Because if you don't, and you, you do this again, your season's over with. Detroit, or not the Commanders, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. They're, they're at least going to have a chance to beat you at your own place. And the Packers, who give them credit, an amazing end to the season. Jordan Love looks like the next big thing. Um, and, He's going to be
4: in the playoffs like the next decade. Yeah,
3: he'll, he'll, he'll be a pest for us for the next decade, hopefully. I will say that. Hopefully, we're in there as well.
4: I'll say this. I don't think this is the the last Purdy Love postseason matchup we're going to see. I'll put it that way. And
3: and look, you can give him credit. LaFleur, I think, at a point in this game, Green Bay was out coaching San Francisco. For the vast majority of this game. Dare I say, until those six minutes where San Francisco got the lead. This is one of the worst Shanahan games I can remember. Which you're hoping, like, did Shanahan have some rust? Like, did Shanahan have more rust than the players did? I think that should be looked at, because go back 2021, team starts 3-5, and five, what does Shanahan say? I wasn't in, in a groove, I didn't have my timing right, it took him a while to get going, get going, go on a run, I do wonder if that was what the caller said, play calling wasn't great. Maybe it was more of a Shanahan being a little rusty, not the players exactly.
4: Maybe. I mean, you just look at some of the numbers in this game. Packers, like, the worst defense in the NFL over the middle part of the field. And 26 where, against the run. And where do the Niners eat over the middle part of the field? And I know Debo left early, and that obviously throws a wrench into your plans. This felt like a game where Shanahan is just kind of like over there on the sideline with a devious little smile on his face, like, oh. I got you exactly where I want you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna puncture you time and time and time again. Twelve yards to IU. then George Kittle yeah. on, a, on a screen over the middle, and then Christian McCaffrey on a wheel route. Like it, it felt like one of those games where you were just gonna see Shanahan's greatness on display because his strengths, this offense's strengths, were the Packers' weaknesses. What were the Packers' weaknesses? And it was difficult. I mean, you talked about third downs. Even when the Niners eventually scored on the field goal and the touchdown drive on the fourth quarter, how many times would you run for a yard, incomplete pass, or incomplete pass, incomplete pass, third and nine, third Third and and ten? Like, Jawan Jennings saved the season with a great catch on third and ten, where he leapt up into the air, took a hard hit, held on to the ball to convert a third and ten, and then what happened? You get in third and ten again yeah. right after it, like it was not smooth. Even in the fourth quarter, when this team outscored them ten nothing,
3: it just felt like it felt like San Francisco came in playing from behind. Which at home, 10 point favorites, you should not, like that should never happen. You should feel the roar of the crowd. You're saying, we're at home. It's a ground and pound. Let's get dirty. Let's get nasty. Let's bite some kneecaps and let's break some ankles kind of game. Let's play smash mouth football. We got Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell. You have Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Like we can do that style of football. And it felt like Shanahan was like, you know what? I'm going to do the exact opposite throw to the numbers, not run the ball, let Purdy throw 40 times, which I think we all can agree we trust Purdy to do so at this point. This was not the game But in it. a game like this where you're like, hey, their linebackers are ranked 27th and 49th against the past on PFF. Like, target them all day. Make, they, they cannot... make them stop
4: you. Yeah, McCaffrey and Kittle over the middle time and time and time again. Please just call it. Over and yes. over and over, make them spam, stop you there.
3: Spam the Chris McCaffrey button. It's like it's like you're playing
4: Madden and you find that that play <laughs> that just breaks the game that works over and over exactly. again. In this matchup, it is just either of those two guys in the middle part of the field.
3: And it felt like, which this is a common thing for Shanahan. He, do, like, he does it all the time. Like they won 12 games, I get that, but like in pivotal games, whether it's a Super Bowl or a playoff game, <sighs> you need to win. Shanahan's like, you know what? We're not going to run the football up 10. We're going to pass the ball.
4: I'm going to challenge myself here. See it's if like, we can do this the not easy way. Go,
3: go to the 12th play of my 12th page playbook and let's see if this works.
4: <laughs> I feel like maybe maybe we're taking a little bit of credit away from the Packers. They certainly yeah. deserve it. They played great. Their defense um, was great. They were. And, and we can get in into more Shanahan. I, I still think the end of the first half was just a disaster, and we can break that down more. I honestly had a flashback to the 2020 Super Bowl at yep. the end of the first half there. We can talk a little bit more about that. That big but Kittle. The yeah. Kittle. Oh, man. But we got full phone Kittle lines, and we want to get to you guys here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Let's, so let's celebrate. Do let's do it. Up next is Ted in Chicago. Ted, what's up? You're on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. How you doing, Ted?
8: What's happening, fellas? How
4: you doing? I'm doing well. How are you?
8: Good, good win. Yeah, I'm disappointed, you know, but uh, pretty, like, epic game. You know, it might go down as the the best game that we see in the postseason. So, hmm. you know, uh,
3: shut up at the end. That's what matters, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, a win's a win. You just got to survive in advance. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully uh, it's not this close moving forward.
3: Well, that needs to be clear, right? Like, we can criticize Shanahan, Purdy, whatever. Like, no one here is saying, oh, that stinks. Like, they won. Like, everyone here was... On pins and needles, biting their nails, hoping they got this win. The amount of yelling and screaming I'm sure KCBS heard was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> we were yelling the whole, the whole game. Like, Lori Matthews on, on the YouTube chat brought to you by First Norcal Credit Union. Did they win, Sterling? Yes, Lori, they won. We're so happy. That being said, there's a game next week. Lori's not
4: having it with you, Sterling. She doesn't
3: like me. No, actually, <laughs> me and Lori are great. Lori's a great person. Lori's the best. She's a great follow on Twitter. She, she's great. But, They won. Like, everyone here is going to go to bed saying, we're in the playoffs next week. I'm going to dream nice and cuddle my pillow. and Oh, it's a great day. And you're going to have a great time when your head hits that pillow to sleep and say, my Niners are still in the playoffs. That being said, they didn't play great today. And sometimes it is better to be lucky than good. They got lucky. This team is great. But I'll also take some luck here or there. And tonight, very, very, very lucky.
4: Missed field goal by the Packers. Carlson. You got what, what a fraud. You got what looked like in the first half a very generous spot on fourth down. You did. <laughs> uh, that should have been a fourth and one conversion on Jordan Love and the QB sneak, uh, which probably would have led to a touchdown, which would have been a 10 nothing deficit instead of 3 Um Now, sometimes you make your own luck. Niners also played well in the red zone on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Uh, fair, But there were a couple of key moments where kind of out of the Niners' control where, where they were benefited by a little bit of luck. And, I mean, you're not going to win a Super Bowl without some luck. It You need it. You need it to win a Super Bowl. And without it, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. The Niners have been there before. Like, the Niners were the team with bad luck two years ago in the NFC Championship game. I guess even last year with the injuries. But that was a little more difficult to point to because you don't really know how the game was going to turn out. Jaquaski Tart intercepts Matthew Safford in, two years ago. The Niners go to the Super Bowl, and who knows? They might win that Super Bowl. They probably do. Yeah. Uh, but he drops it. The The Rams are the lucky team in that moment. They win the Super Bowl. Like You need these kind of things to go your way to win a Super Bowl. And tonight, it happened. Yeah. It happened. And, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. You would just prefer your team just be
3: good. This feels but- like a game... That my father would tell me about. Oh, back in you know 1986, Dallas Cowboys and the Niners went tooth by tooth, punch for punch. It was three to seven. It was a monsoon in like, the South <laughs> Bay. And you're like, that's that's what they that's how football was played. Everyone lost their teeth. We were freezing our butts off at Candlestick. It was awesome. And you're like, that sounds awful. And like you're like, but we got the win. And that's what makes men. That's what turns boys into men. My <laughs> socks were soaked all game long. <laughs> you're like. That great dad, like, cool. I lost a toe. It froze right, right. <laughs> Like I got frostbite in the stands. And <laughs> But the Niners got the win. That's all that matters. And you're like, today felt like, at least for the first time in in my lifetime, like, the Niners in the early 2000s or at least mid-2000s weren't great, right? Tim Rattay and Cody Pickett. We all have the quarterbacks that were here. The coaching staff was awful, right? <laughs> they get cabbed. Sean Hill. R- honestly, just crazy bad. You can get to the Kaepernick and Smith era. There's some gut of that wins. Niners-Saints is a classic. A Niners-Falcons an underrated one. But, those are those are shootouts. Right. This is like, oh my goodness, if we don't score 10 points, we're going to lose. The first team to 20, this game is over with. And we're looking at a Niners offense that is the 7th ranked offense in DVOA in the history of the NFL since 1970. Yeah, not just this season, in NFL history. And you're like, what is, like, how, like, are we the Eagles under Andy Reid? What is going on? But you sit back and you win, and you say, "Who cares? Who cares?" A win's
4: a win, exactly. A win's a win, we're Ugly, celebrating. Doesn't that. matter. Got to win. We're celebrating that here on overtime on ninety-five-seven. The game back out to the phone lines. We go. Uh, Zach in Pacifica is up next. Zach, what's up? You're on with Grandy and Sterling on ninety-five-seven. The game. How you feeling, Zach? Perfect.
9: Right on, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, to be honest, I'm not feeling that great. I'm not super happy after this win. I, I heard one of you guys call—I don't—I don't know which one—but one of you guys called Kyle Shanahan a genius, not based off tonight, but just in general. And I think we need to stop doing that um, because geniuses don't choke two NFC Championship games in a Super Bowl. But that's beside the point. Kyle Shanahan was so horrendous tonight. His play calling was atrocious almost all game, and the time management. I mean, it was like one of you guys said, it gave you a flashback to the 2020 Super Bowl. That's exactly what it was. He just doesn't learn. He's a coach who never learns. And I'm at the point in my Niner fandom where I am just so convinced that we cannot win a Super Bowl with this guy. At one point, he's going to crumble. And it almost, I thought, it should have been today. It should have been tonight. But it wasn't. And it's going to happen either next week or in the Super Bowl. So I'm just, I'm glad we got the win but overall, it's just I. It was not a good win at all, and I'm not just blaming Shanahan. There's a lot of things going around. Purdy wasn't great. Wilkes wasn't great. D line wasn't great. But I'm just sick of Kyle Shanahan.
4: Yeah, Zach. I think there's a lot of Niner fans who feel that way. Specifically about what happened to close the first half. Um, I am still of the belief that he is the coach that will lead the Niners to their sixth Lombardi Trophy trophy at long last. Uh, And fingers crossed that it happens this season or at the very least sooner as opposed to later. So I wouldn't go as far as you, Zach. Um, But let's get into what happened at the end of the first half, Sterling, because it was bad. Let's dive into the deep end. So what, the Niners get the ball back with 4 minutes and 11 seconds left on the clock or something like that. 4 minutes and 9 seconds left on the clock. Yeah. Plenty of time. And you have all three timeouts.
3: Then so, the nightmare begins
4: so your goal it's not a two minute drill you're not trying to go quick you have plenty of time you got plenty you can you could kind of mosey your it's, way you, you you got the full offense it's you, you really
3: similar to how the game ended six minutes four minutes like, yeah. you have plenty of time to score
4: so you're in no rush and part of your goal here is not just to score you want to score like at the buzzer like yeah. ideally you score on the final play of the half
3: what you tried to do to end the game today yeah
4: yeah and you were <laughs> darn near close to doing the exact
3: that exact same situation.
4: So, you know, you don't need to hurry. You can run the ball. But once you get, like, to a minute and a half left and you're around midfield. Pick things up. Call your timeouts. Yeah. So the Niners got – I got I to gotta go through the playlist here. The Niners had the ball uh, around midfield, right? Yes. Let me check this out. The Niners had the ball uh, with one minute and 19 seconds left from the Green Bay 46. You get three yards. It brings up a third and two. All right. The clock is running. You have all three timeouts. You can either get on the ball quick or you just call a timeout, Yeah. whatever you want. I, I would probably maybe say get on the ball quick and, and snap snap it with maybe 20 seconds left on the play clock, like kill 20 seconds or, or call a timeout, whatever you so want. So not do. 40? Not 40. <laughs> they let the play clock run all the way down. You're at the 45-yard line. You let the play clock run all the way down yeah. and then call a timeout with 34 seconds left. You killed 40 seconds. 40 seconds, and suddenly you're just across midfield, That's like four and plays. you only have 34 seconds left. That's and it's not like you had plays. no timeouts, you had all three of your timeouts. Yeah, and then even after that, there was still no uh, I don't know, aggression in terms of moving
3: quickly what, and, th- and, and maximizing your plays. Like Thir- 34 seconds, quick out to Jennings, timeout because he stays in bounds. Next play, check down to CMC, 28 seconds left, clock keeps going. 14 seconds left, right? You spike the football. What are they going to do here? They take one shot, not even to the end zone, to Iuke out of bounds, kick a field goal. Like, what is the strategy there? Oh, we have a one point lead. We're okay
4: with that. Like, it would be one thing if you had Justin Tucker, Which, or another thing if you were at the 20 yard line yeah, already and, yeah. and you were in give me field goal range. Yeah. That was a missable field goal. It got blocked. It probably would have hooked wide left even if it wasn't blocked. Like just looking at the Who trajectory knows? of it, I don't know.
3: It's it's the moody effect.
4: You never Legatron. Decepticon. Right? He hit a big field goal in the fourth quarter. Save the game! But I mean, it was almost, and this was exactly what 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 clicked in my head. The 2020 Super Bowl, Niners Chiefs, at the end of the first half. It's a tie game. Ten to ten. The Niners in a two-minute drill at the end of the first half in the Super Bowl, 10-10. to And the Niners, they come out and they kind of go slow, not not eager, not trying to score. Like a darn turtle. A couple of runs and and throws to, to the out route. And then the Niners actually, somehow, decide to actually throw a bomb to George Kittle. And it was a perfectly placed ball by Jimmy Garoppolo, but it was called back for offensive pass interference, which... To this day, to this day, I think was a bad call. They call it back, uh, and now the 49ers, well backed up, uh, they just take knees and end the half. And the quote after the game, in the aftermath of a 49ers collapse in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, the quote from Kyle Shanahan was, we felt really good at 10-10. That was in the Super Bowl. Well, I think Kyle Shanahan probably felt real good with the Niners ahead by 1.7-6, to uh, and I don't know how he explains this one away, so why don't we go to the source? Kyle Shanahan, post game, asked about the clock management at the end of the first half. Here's what he said I mean, I like that they didn't score. I like that we won at the end of the day. You know, I, we did go, we did try to score. We had a chance there right after. On second down, thought we had a chance for B.A. over the middle. would have been a big play that got in, got us inside the 10 with two shots to take it the end zone. We didn't have the time to get it over the mic, and we ended up checking it down, and then we didn't get it, but uh, that's how it works out. I thought we, we make sure they don't get another chance, but it's not like we were just playing for a field goal. Uh, we, we called for a big play. It just they played pretty deep. No, it has nothing to do with the play calling. It has to do with not calling a timeout and wasting 40 seconds off the but clock. That's,
3: that's the frustration, right? He, like, doesn't get it. It's not that which I hate saying that because I'm no NFL head coach, but, like, I think everyone was saying, whether you're a Packers fan, why aren't they calling timeouts? Well, oh, Packers, fan, Packers
4: fans were thrilled.
3: Like, in my notes, I have, what is Shanahan doing? <laughs> Call a timeout. We have an MVP caliber quarterback released a favorite, an MVP caliber running back, <laughs> <I>, two old <200 I, laughs> pros, receivers, Ayuk and Kittle, and you got check And, like, this, if this is a game you want to get aggressive. It is this one. This is... Season is over if you lose, and Shanahan's like, at one point, lead's fine. Like, it's one thing if you're up 20-3. to three, Right.
4: Okay? If you're at and, Green
3: Bay last week against Dallas, and, whatever you and want. And you
4: want to avoid committing a back-breaking exactly. mistake, and you throw exactly. an interception, or you fumble it, like, whatever. Okay, play it safe. You get the ball to begin the third quarter, you'll score then, it'll all be great. Don't want to give uh, the Packers any momentum going into the break. You were up by one, and your offense had played like dog you-know-what the entire first half. You need to try something. You spend this entire week in your entire career. I love the double dip between the second quarter and the third quarter. Man. It's my favorite thing in history. And then you do that. No, Shanahan says, "I'm not like I was just playing for the field goal. No, you weren't, weren't playing were, for you a touchdown. Just not playing for the field goal. You were playing for no one to score. That's yeah. what you were trying to it do. Was, and
3: guess what? You succeeded. It was just to hold on to the lead. It was
4: just to not let." Green Bay get another possession. And, and that like, was all it was, and it's infuriating because, as you said, you have all pros all over the place. You know what it says to me? It says to me, after that first half, Kyle Shanahan, whew, he was not trusting Brock Purdy to throw the ball.
3: But like, but then at the end of the game, he needs him to do it, and, and Brock Purdy goes 6-7, for 47 yards, and leads him to a touchdown game-winning drive. Like, if you don't trust him with a one-point lead, at halftime to make a play. And I get Brock didn't play great in the first half, didn't play great in the entire game, but you trust him to win the game for you. And and I get you have to at that point, right? But, like, if Kyle Shanahan has watched Brock Purdy have an MVP caliber season, and then in one playoff game has a not-great first half and all of a sudden is like, I'm out. Like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. If that is the temperament Shanahan has, which I don't think it is, like... Okay, like Jimmy G, do I think Shanahan kind of hampered the 2019 run? Sure. Like, that was a bad decision then. But Jimmy G had limitations. Does Brock Purdy have limitations as well? Yes. The difference is Brock Purdy (laughs) is setting Niner passing records, passing Jeff Garcia, 4,000 yards this year, touchdowns in a season. Like, he was going to be the MVP if he doesn't throw four interceptions on Christmas. Come on. Like, if the temperament is, oh, Prudy has one bad half in a playoff game. I gotta tighten the screws up, put him in a straight jacket, and say, uh, someone else do the work for him. Like I don't think that's the mindset, but if the mindset is let's just hold on to a one point lead and hope it sticks, that is the dumbest mindset. That would be like Coach Kerr playing conservative with Durant and Curry and Draymond and Clay. Like, no, you play for the kill. That way in the fourth quarter, though or like, those guys don't play. Like, you go until the wheels fall off with your stars. If they fall off, then you pivot. It's the dumbest thing ever to have one of the greatest rosters, offenses in NFL history, and be like, one point's fine with me at halftime. Not to end the game. If it was four minutes to end the game, you want to ice the clock, fine. You get the win, you escape, right? They could have lost this game right then and there. I have no idea how they won this game. (laughs) I have no clue. But it's a win, right? Like... We're gonna go to bed being like oh. they got the win, but also like I don't know what I just watched or how it happened, but some way it, I'm, it I'm was a miracle.
4: Get, I'm gonna get home tonight at midnight. I'm gonna watch this game back because I have no clue how well, they won. Why this would
3: game. you put yourself through that? This well, the now agony. I know, now I know the result. But still, like oh, you can just look goodness. at it with a more
4: analytical eye now, Sterling. And like figure you out sucked, what went wrong. you
3: sucked, you sucked. Shanahan, you definitely sucked. Here, uh-huh. Here's my analysis. CMC, you were great. Fred yeah. Warner was phenomenal.
4: Everyone, but McCaffrey, Kittle, and Fred and Greenlaw. There you go. Right. And Include Lenore. Demo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Include you know, Go Ducks. Right? All right, go Ducks. You're right. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the phone lines here on overtime on 95.7. The game. Mark, Randy, and Sterling Bennett with you. Up next is Coach. He just left the game. What's up, Coach? What was it like at Levi Stadium tonight,
2: gentlemen? It was insanity. It was insanity. It got very, very loud. Um, the rain came and went. Um, but, you know, I, have, I just have several comments, and there were some really good comments by people. But here's here's sort of my take. I've coached for a lot of years, and I'm a season ticket holder, go to all these games. A couple things. One, uh, you guys have already beat it to death. Shanahan's play calling was horrific. Give the freaking Rock McCaffrey. He had 17 carries for 98 yards. Aaron Jones had 18 carries for 108 and remember he broke that big one. They had him under 50 and they couldn't stop McCaffrey. Give McCaffrey the ball. Number 1. Number 2, his clock management which he talked about is atrocious. I don't think it's that he doesn't trust Brock. I just think he's inept at it. You know, my wife and I were talking about it and she said you can't be great at everything, and he's not good at that. And that is, he needs like to hire somebody to do clock management because <laughs> he's terrible. Three, the refs were awful. The spots were awful. Um, the holding on Bosa, literally their linemen have him in a bear hug. Both arms are around his back. It's crazy, and it's every play. Oh, uh, fourth or fifth, Ambry Thomas is almost unplayable. you got to put Lenore out on, the, out on the island. He's a dog. Keep Ward on the other island. And I would put Isaiah Oliver in at the slot because Ambry is terrible. He, he gave them the two biggest plays of the game other than our special teams, which is the other thing we just can't. We had a special teams bust, and we had a blocked field goal. Like this squad, I I think the rest versus rust is probably true. There is no way we should have won that game. I literally guys behind me were taking their shirts off to get on TV. And I had my hands together praying because (laughs) it was, it was a miracle. That was a miracle win. And I think somebody told me that Shanahan in the fourth from behind was and 30 until tonight. I think that's what somebody told me. It's, I I I don't know how we won that game. So yeah, I'm, you know, 59, now I'm 79. I lost 20 years of my life. <laughs> and um I will be there next week, but holy crap, that was awful.
4: <laughs> yeah. It was awful. Yeah, And
2: it was awesome.
4: Yeah. It was
3: c- awful and it was awesome.
4: You said it. You said it perfectly, coach. I'm with you 100%. Um <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I am twenty-seven. I feel fifty right Co- now.
4: Coaches, coaches on top of it, like everything he said, <laughs> yeah. uh, I agree with. Honestly, um, we could talk about Ambry Thomas, Oh, my
3: goodness, <laughs> dude. Like, so uh, his his career trajectory has been. We might have something. Okay, twenty twenty-one comes in, plays pretty bad at first, and picks it up late. Then NFC title game against the Rams, not pretty. Yeah. Then twenty the next year, twenty twenty-two, you are like, we we have a guy here. Okay. Then he gets benched. They almost cut him. He doesn't play. Steve Volks come in, doesn't start, but revitalizes his career. Playing really good most by season, like the middle of what, like six weeks of the season. Yeah, seven He's weeks of playing the season. Really good football. And now it's like, there's a reason why Varet was getting snaps on Christmas.
4: Yeah, so uh, first of all, Coach, the stat you heard is correct. Shanahan trailing by five or more, entering the fourth. Before tonight, 0-30. So now 1-30. Man. Um, but the one play that was the most ridiculous from Diomano Lenoren, he got penalized for a DPI on the first drive of the game that led to a field goal. Uh, but the, the worst one was the first drive of the third quarter for Green Bay. When the Niners up by just one, uh, the Niners put a put put the Packers into a rare third and fifteen. Yeah, third and fifteen. Not because of what they did, because Aaron Jones just dropped the toss well, and they funny. lost eleven yards. It's
3: funny too because you said third and fifteen, we got him, and I go, well, we didn't have him four years ago in the Super Bowl, and you said, okay, it's a different game. I, I <laughs> said okay, but I said, I said okay, but the Packers don't have Tyreek right. Hill. <laughs> they don't even need him.
4: <laughs> yeah, they we needed Avery <laughs> Thomas. They needed Bo <laughs> Melton. Bo Melton. This is a Packers wide receiving Uh, core of who the hell is that? I I, I like him, though. Uh, Wicks
3: and Reed and Melton and
4: and, and Watson. Those are the guys, Watson and Wicks and Reed are the guys that have kind of introduce themselves yeah. to the world. Melton is, like, outside of that group trying to make his way like. in. Uh, but Bo Melton, just like a simple go route down the left side, Dude. third and 15, Niners get a little bit of pressure on Love. He evades, steps up to the left, and just unleashes one. It's like, it's a Hail Mary. It's
3: literally the play call. If nothing else is there, throw it up Chuck and Chuck it punt. downfield. Just punt the ball away, right?
4: maybe it gets picked. It works as a punt. Like, We're going to punt ex- exactly. next play anyway. Like? Exactly. And that's what it was. And first of all, Melton had kind of a step on Amory, but it's not right. like he got beat. Um, and there was safety help there, behind him. There was safety help, and Ambry Thomas like a whole second before the ball gets there. <laughs> which in DB in a, in a DB's like world, Eternity. like that you cannot touch a guy a second before the ball gets there. It's no. getting called every time, and he didn't just touch him. He darn near tackled them a minute before the Goldberg ball got there. Goldberg
3: speared him. Give him a gore like Rhino.
4: 41-yard defensive pass interference. It's a conversion on 3rd and 15. Man, Very next play, they run a fake wide receiver screen to the right. Bo Melton kind of fakes like he's going to block for the screen and then just takes off Gibson down falls the field. Down. Gibson slips. S- slipping was an issue in this game for the Niners defense. It was. Defense. Yes, it was. Uh, Bo Melton wide open for a 19-yard touchdown. They go 60 yards on two plays. A 40 40- yard DPI on Ambry Thomas on third and 15 and suddenly the Packers have a lead I don't know how you felt Sterling. that was kind of the first moment where I felt oh my god the Niners might lose this game and it was because of just bad defensive instincts and and simple stuff that you feel like shouldn't be an issue at this stage of the season for this defensive unit
3: my dad texted me and said we're giving them a hundred yards and penalties now it ended up being only 83 but when you're giving up 41 yards on a third and 15 if they get the first down while in itself that's not good you can have 15 yards don't take 41 don't give them 41 yards almost half of the field. And your your defense is reeling like, okay, like in my mind, I'm like, okay, if the defense starts to break, they've bent all day. If they start to break and the offense continues to play poorly, this game is over. I looked at you and I said, well, we lost.
4: Oh, and then what happened the rest of the game? You could tell Ambry was scared of getting beat down the field was and committing another deep. DPI. He was playing so <laughs> soft off of every Packers receiver, and he was generally matched up with Jaden Reed. Yeah, and with Christian Watson being injured, he's kind of he's had a rough season. Jaden, or pardon me, it was Romeo Dobbs, not Jaden Reed. Romeo doobes. Dobbs has kind of become their de facto number one yeah. with with Christian Watson's injury, and he's really good. And you would call it out, like, before the play even happened, as Love is snapping the ball on third and six, or even on second and eight, like, whatever the case was. Ambry Thomas, Ambry Thomas, Ambry Thomas, yeah. Jordan Love just zeroing He's in on giving him. Giving
3: guys ten yards of space to make You're giving them
4: eight free. yards underneath every single time. Yeah. And if that is something that continues for the Niners going forward, Sterling, Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown, oh you get to the Super Bowl, it's Mahomes or it's Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, like, There are going to be teams that take advantage of that more than the Packers did today. And the Packers took advantage of
3: it a lot. Right. And, and like, look, Mooney Ward having a great season. I I think Ward was good enough today. Like, there were a couple of plays you didn't like, but the first drive of the game saves touchdown. I can't, I don't don't feel like they targeted him that much. No, but, like, when they did, I didn't think it was bad. But it was really just, hey, they have a glaring hole on the left side of the defense. Don't look anywhere but there. just, Just throw it up. He will get himself in trouble to a point where whether it's callers or texters. in, I had someone call in during the game to the station say, "Shanahan's <laughs> a bad coach and bench Ambry Thomas." And I was like, "Have a good day, sir. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the game." But that was the call feeling. back in. Whoever that right. was, give <laughs> right. us a call right now. Right, and, and it's like, look, it's like you want to give like when you go into the playoffs when something bad happens, a team can exploit maybe. A weakness you're aware of, but don't want to admit it, right? Like, Thomas, we know, isn't the best corner. He's gotten in trouble plenty of times. The Ravens game is the big, the biggest example of that. Him not playing well. They benched him in that game, right? And so, for Thomas, it's like, okay, like, the Packers are exploiting this. They see it's a weakness. You can't panic and bench him. You can't put Oliver out there. You can't put Daryl Luter Jr. in his first action at cornerback in a playoff game. They'll get burnt. And it's like, okay, now you have a week to adjust. What should that move be? Is it Lenore goes back outside? Now, I'm going to assume that depends on the matchup because you can't overlook the Buccaneers, I guess. But if it's the Lions, and it, like you said, is Amon Ross St. Brown, Donovan Peoples-Jones, it is going to be home cooking. On that left side of, of, of the Niners' defense. Ben
4: Johnson is going to cook that side of the defense. Oh, man,
3: dude. It, it's scary. And, like, you don't want to look ahead because, by all means, the Bucks and Baker Mayfield beat the Eagles last week. They can beat the Lions again. Yeah, they can. But you don't want to overlook the fact that San Francisco may have a glaring hole, especially if you're not going to get pressure and not going to get sacks. You're going to give quarterbacks 10, 8 seconds to throw. Uh, that's not going to end well for a player like Ambry Thomas.
4: Yeah, and uh, to credit uh, M. Patel on the YouTube chat, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, uh, Armstead, Bosa, Hargrave, $90 million for zero sacks and gashed by the run. And I mean, that
3: sounds exactly like that's those fair. weeks 6 through 8, 6 through 9. Exactly yeah. the same thing.
4: The losing streak, week 6, 7, and 8. Yeah. Before the week 9 bye, and then you kind of figure things out. Uh, For all the hype around Chase Young, I mean – he was kind of invisible today.
3: Randy Gregory probably played more snaps than he did. I don't know if there was Jason an injury. even have a
4: tackle? Let's see.
3: There's been a lot of games like that where he's kind of just Case been Young had three tackles. Like, I don't know. Like, you want to look at this game and say it was a one-time thing. It's not going to be an issue. There was some rust. And, like, it's so easy to overlook the bad and say, oh, next week at home will be better. But the reality of it is, like, if this is the team that we're going to see play, can they win a game? Sure. This was your mulligan. This was the come out, play poorly, and escape against the seventh seed. You cannot play this way the rest of the season.
4: You're getting a second chance. You will not yeah. get a third chance.
3: This is your do-over. You got lucky. Pray to whoever, do you, whoever you pray to. Go give them a nice little prayer tonight. Cross your fingers. Mother Mary, Jesus, whoever it is. Jesus Christ was in the chat Literally. In the earlier today. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> What a great name for also,
4: a- also, Mother Nature. I mean, once the Niners oh, scored that man. touchdown to take the lead, it started pouring Yeah, when yeah. the Packers go back out on offense in a do-or-die moment. the football gods. They, I mean, the Niners got lucky tonight. Hey man. And you, you got to get lucky sometimes. The Niners, uh, they did. And as a result, they earn a win over the Packers 24-21, and they're on to the NFC Championship game for the third straight year and for the fourth time in the last five years under Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, and company with the 49ers. Alright, time for a break here on Overtime. When we come back, more of your phone calls. Hope, I see you. We're coming to you first, then John and TC. TC was leaving the game. He's coming up soon as well on the other side. Give us a call. 888-957-9570 as Overtime can continues it's grandy and sterling with you right here on 957 the game
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget